Hi, this is The Overanalysis, a podcast about the Netflix series The OA. I'm Talia Ripley. And I'm Ethan Crane. And this is a preamble to the second series, so we haven't started watching it, we don't know what happens at all. Although it does start today, doesn't it? It does start today, yeah. so this is a little, uh, not exactly recap, but we'll be this thinking about what happened in season one and what we think might happen in season two. Oh yes, because uh, well, the main reason we thought we wanted to do this before season two started, wasn't it, was because we were like, what the hell are they going to do in season two when we got to the end of season one? So, yeah. so it's kind of like, how might season two work? I think this, more than a lot of other series, you think, how on earth is season two going to work in some ways? Because yeah. I thought at the end of season one that it was... Actually, you no, know, I actually thought it was quite wrapped up and I didn't see them doing another season. No, exactly. I mean, maybe they didn't see themselves doing another season either. Maybe they were tempted. Maybe they were tempted. For reasons, purely. That's my worry. But anyway. So explain explain that a little bit. Like, um, why did you not think um, that season two was kind of possible? Why do you think it was wrapped up in, in, at the end of season one? Well, okay. So this is, I've been thinking about this and in, in where they're going, I guess. Yeah. So this is, I've got various... Uh, statistical liabilities of like offshoots of what, what could happen. That's really. exactly what yeah? I think this podcast should yeah, be about. Right, okay. <laughs> so, so, and where I was at the end of season one was thinking that Prairie Story uh, about being the OA was something that she had created in her mind to deal with the trauma of whatever actually happened to her, yeah. which may have been much more mundane than being trapped in a crazy basement and. Um, um, taken to other dimensions. It may have been something trapped in a horrible um, basement, yeah. something like That's that. That's certainly what the last episode wanted you to think as well, wasn't it? All the thing about discovering the books um, yeah. and um, the FBI what, agent the FBI, saying, yeah. you know, she, she's you've taken talking to Alfonso and saying you've taken her trauma. You know, that was a really important thing. But, yes. You know, don't. And, and the other, the the five boys, kind of getting on with their lives. They're not all boys. They are all boys. Well, Betty's not a boy. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Anyway, yes. I've forgotten that. Yeah. Boys and BBA. Yeah. Um, getting on with things, seeming as happy as as happy as we've ever seen them. So yeah. it's as if this this experience has weirdly helped them all in their individual ways get on with life. Um, and um, then, and yet they still learn something. And even if it's just that contemporary dance can be really distracting <laughs> yes you could be, that could be your takeaway from the last episode in that some ways, was what it? i felt was my takeaway yeah. and i thought that was kind of valid and you could extend it to the sense that art is uh, a wonderful thing and it's really important and um in, in, in the same way as there's that what was that german film about the, the couple living in east germany um during the oh, uh, high good, days of goodbye Berlin, goodnight Berlin, something. Oh no, the lives of lives of others. The lives of others. Yeah, yeah. Where a man is deeply affected because he's listening into these people and they're talking about art, and yeah. he's just a kind of Stasi. Yeah, he's a Stasi agent. Stasi yeah. kind of agent, and yet he's. I don't know why I felt there's a parallel in some way that art can bring about amazing things in mundane lives. Even if the art in this instance in the OA, if what they're their art is kind of based on just fiction in some way. I mean, yeah, okay, well, yeah, fiction, lots of art is based something. on fiction. Yeah. 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 Um, and there's a greater reality behind truth, behind fiction, and that yeah. kind of that shit. That kind of shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then, and, and then the OA is shot, and that's 
and and she might and she's dead. Probably. Yeah. That you're still talking about your... So this is where this I saw the end of season one, and yeah. that's where, so thinking, OK, so is it likely that they're going to take that and continue with that as the premise? Oh, can, I just, can I just I'll take you up there, though? What about the very, very final shot of Prairie at the end where she saw if it's after she's been taken away in the ambulance and she's obviously awake again and she yes. just says Homer. What do you think? Was that meant to indicate anything else? Yeah. <laughs> Guess. It was obviously... That obviously screws up in that particular theory. Yeah. I, I very much go along with you at the but, fact that it felt wrapped up, but with a tiny little bit of maybe. Yes, with a end. tiny maybe yeah. that you could just drop, that you could yeah. say was her her own now first time she's experiencing a near-death experience, or something like yes. that even. So you could work it in, and you could work that, that last scene in and still yeah. make it work with that theory. Okay, but is it likely that in the second season they're going to go with that well, I would say absolutely not, <laughs> because I mainly because it's in, it's impossible that they will go with that. Because if you go with that, then um, possibly Homer and all the other people don't exist. Yeah. Because they're all a figment of Hap's imagination. Hap, well, Hap might exist because she probably was kidnapped. So you know. he could be, but a completely yeah. different person. From the hap he could thing. be he could be he could not even be played by jason isaacs he could he be could someone else entirely. Yes. yeah he could be completely different but i feel that if prairie story isn't true in some ways there's no more story really it's kind of it's quite mundane yeah exactly yeah. but it would be okay it would be okay in a season one thing for that just to be an absolutely yeah to... but i feel the existence of season two makes um makes it however yeah. okay yeah so the next question and i apologize i'm drinking but um that wasn't my question but um that so does that therefore mean that everything that prairie says has to have been true no that was actually what i would oh everything has to be true or everything has to be false well same thing (laughs) (laughs) well not yeah no everything is true as opposed to a bit of it being true. That, that, well, actually, you've you've actually come on to my concluding point sort of halfway through. The, but that's that's quite. I I think that is the best route for season two. Is that some of what she's saying is true, but not all of it. Okay. Well, yeah. let's look at the possibility yeah. of it all being true. Yeah. And then let's look at the kind of what if what ifs what bits could be like. Before we do that, can I just say why why I think it's important that it sort of hangs in the balance kind of thing. I think because I think this is this is what comes down to the the essence of why I really enjoyed the OA and why I thought it was really good is because you were hung in that balance of not knowing what's going on, knowing is it true, is it not true, in a really good way, I thought. And I felt that was what drew you in a lot of the time. And to actually answer any questions sort of distinctly one way or the other, I think deflates a lot of the story in some ways. I think that balance is... Is a, it's an important thing. I suppose that's my yeah. fear about, like when I said I felt it was all nicely wrapped up in season one. Yeah. I fear that if they then just launch into, yeah, as you say, explaining everything. Yeah. It's it's sort of. I I hope they won't do it because it was such a strong thread of season one. The not explaining it. I mean, think about like some of the early episodes. Like the first episode was just like blew your mind, really, didn't it? With the possibilities yeah. of like what what the hell is going on here. And I think they will keep that. The I mean, if they were, the writers, I think, will feel that was an important part of the series. And I hope they will keep that okay. as being. Yeah. Anyway, but back to your point, you were just saying about what what do we think? Yeah. Yeah. So, so if so, we take it that yeah. 
um, everything that BOA said was uh, true from yes. her perspective. Um, so that we, the HAP has now taken the other four off to another dimension. Yeah. Um, hence, they can't be found by any any you know normal means, and that the remaining five are going to as in Stephen Buck and yeah, yeah the modern yeah. day five yeah. are they've got the ability now they know the five movements that they could help to rescue them. Uh, so and it um, is is prairie alive or dead in this well that, so i don't know she might yeah. be well okay so what could happen you could happen that she has um in her sort of well a, a she's been shot so she's gone into like a, a possibly near-death experience um or that the motions of the, the five yeah. in the cafeteria when the sh when the shooting was happen happening that has caused her to go off in some other dimension or I guess it could be that the five find her dead body and bring her back to life like like she and the others brought one of the captives back to life in season one. If she's dead, where is she in another dimension? Uh, we don't know that. No. Uh, yeah, oh, and is it the same dimension that Homewin everyone's in? <laughs> or, Are there multiple yeah. dimensions? This feels like a good possible... A good possible... You know, this continues on nicely from the first season, I think, with these... But the pro but the problem with that is that it tells us too concretely that it was all real, doesn't it? That's what you don't want. I yes. don't. Yeah, I don't really want that. But but anyway, no. Carry, carry on with that idea of what do you think if it's true? Well, I yeah. just I find that hard to know because so much of the the most of the season, the first season was was a lot of it was set in a very concrete, very real sort of the suburban kind of yeah. vibe in America. Which is really good. I really like that. And yeah. I like that and about their normal lives. How. I, I want that to be a continuing strand. Yeah. The reality. But what we're talking about is, you know, going into these jumps into Yeah. I don't feel I want to I want all of season two to spend ninety percent of the time in this dumb starscape with witches yeah. flying around. <laughs> yeah, which we've seen a little bit of in season two. It's okay one. for a little bit. And it, yeah. yeah, but it's not I mean it's it's good and freaky, but it's not where I uh yeah, I, I don't really want that. I want these yeah. characters to remain normal human beings somehow because so i think you said in some of the earlier podcasts in season one how much almost like the most interesting bit of it was the the five and buck and steve and all those people and i i, I agree like i find them the most interesting characters in some yeah. ways they're these normal suburban teenagers who's who have messed up lives in many ways and and their lives have been well apart and betty as well she's not a teenager um but and she's got quite a messed up life. She's got quite a messed up life, yeah. But their lives have been turned around by this experience, which may be complete, completely untrue, but it doesn't matter. It's and I thought that was the most interesting bit of the story in some ways. Yeah. Because yeah. Prairie's a slightly blank character in some ways, isn't she, compared to them? They're obviously she's had this amazing kind of story happen to her, but she's got no humanity in a way because she's so <laughs> she's, odd. Yeah, and she's existed well, in other dimensions. But she yeah. believes herself to be an angel. Yes. Of whatever that may mean. Yeah. Okay, hang on. So if it, everything is true, yeah. and just going back to that last episode in the season, and um, when Alfonso finds a box in Prairie's room or box something. Box of books. Box of books. Iliad, book on angels, book on something. Near-death experiences. experiences. Yeah. Something else. 
So all these books that are kind of like, oh, implication being I've just read this and now I've fabricated a story around Particularly it. Particularly the, um, the Iliad and, and Homer, like where, where you get the name from yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so wh why, what are, what's that about, if, if what's true? Oh, if it's all true, mm -hmm. um, well, I would say the fact that Alfonso bumped into um, Riz Ahmed, the FBI yep. counsellor, is it, was it counsellor or yeah, an paranormal FBI, investigator? An FBI counsellor. Yeah. That's his yeah. thing. The fact that he bumped into him, well, I mean, what the hell is he doing in the house? Yeah. So. So possibly he planted the book. So. I think that was. Because. That's a good because, question. Because the FBI know that there's this amazing power going on and they don't want these people that have got this. They've been passed a weapon, if you like, right. by the OA and they're trying to keep it. That's a nice storyline. I like that. Yeah, but it, it, again, it goes slightly too much into the supernatural for my liking, like in the way that you were just talking about. But as long as they keep the... And, and actually, what would be nice is if the FBI believed that, which is actually true. I quite like that. I quite like the idea, like in the way that you think we think that, uh, you know, um, the American Secret Service have a big sort of like... UFO investigation department, whatever. They do. <laughs> yeah, but but maybe they do, but that doesn't mean the UFOs exist. No. You know, it's okay. like, but just the idea of the department existing, and I like the idea that they have the FBI have a paranormal de department as just well. Just to keep, that, keep yeah. the lid down on any paranormal yeah. possibilities. Okay. I mean, yeah, it does yeah, it but... does beg the question if that was the case was why on earth did the FBI think planting a box of books in the house was actually going to? Maybe put they had them lots on? of things planted, but that was the only thing That's that true. came up. Yeah. Why was Riz Ahmed still in the house anyway? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's that's okay. We can yeah. leave that. And that's. Do you want to flip to the other side of that argument and mm -hmm. say well, what, where might the story go if Perry's made it all up? Do you think is that possible? If she's made it all up, I can't. And what the movements are merely figments of her imagination. An, an attractive and rather peculiar. Contemporary dance. I must say, yeah. can I just say that having rewatched the last episode, I've forgotten how bonkers it is. I forgot how bonkers. But I kind of yeah. got into it whilst I was watching it and accepting it as the oh yeah, they're when, just doing their dance. Thing. When Homer and Prairie were doing it at the beginning of the episode, when they were um, uh, getting the cop, bringing the cop's, the, cop's yeah. wife back to life, I was I, I was giggling. I have to say, at watching it. But then, when I watched the five doing when the Randall was there, I got goose pimples watching it. It was yeah. really weird. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was quite affecting. Oh, yeah. I still think that's affecting. I imagine somebody coming in completely cold to that would find it very odd. Yeah. That, um, I think they used somebody, you did a YouTube video with the song, and I can't remember the song, maybe I'll put up a post, but there's a song. I'm not going to sing it, but it's one that our son was into for a bit, and it's something about get a gun, and it's a song, one of those songs that sounds really cheery, and it sounds like a summer fun song, but actually it's about school shootings in the States. Oh, I don't remember that. Um, faster than I've done Oh, with the pumped up kicks, pumped up kicks. Pumped up kicks, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, got yeah. there. Sorry, this circuit is painful. Um, <laughs> anyway, somebody put, shot that uh, like mashed up uh, bit from the OA with that song. Uh, with that song, right? Okay. Because um, our song showed it to me uh, yeah. a while ago. He said, "Oh, look, I found the actual video for this. It's really weird. Look at this." Yeah, yeah. And it's got them doing this 
Right. Does. And yeah, and he was like, this is probably. Anyhow, so he has no idea because he's not much there. Right, yeah. Um, oh, God, I don't know where I was going with that. We were talking about um, whether the possibility of, of Prairie having made the whole thing up and where yes. that would lead us this season to. Yeah, I can't, well, I kind of like nowhere. So what have you yeah. got? You've got five people who've had this changed experience. Um, obviously, all the actors that are in the, the in the flashback things that they that they don't yeah. exist. Uh, also, Prairie is probably dead because she can't bring people back to life. And, yeah. yeah. So she's yeah. so she's dead, and it's just about those five and sort of their day to day. So life. in a way, that's that's an impossible part of season two, isn't it? Because it's Prairie dead. can't be dead because Brit Marlon wrote this wrote this series, and she's right. definitely in it. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, don't know. She might write herself out of it. No, but that's yeah. incredibly unlikely. Isn't yeah. It? And and I don't see that now. You've just got a series about yeah um, four troubled um, teenagers and a and a middle aged woman. Yeah. With a car. <laughs> yeah. But um, so, what, it could be a crazy road trip. Could be a crazy road trip where they just drive around doing these movements at various things, and people think they're weird, and that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I've watched that. that yeah. I get a bit much after a couple of few programs. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but presumably that's not how it's going to go. Yeah. Um. So. What would you What would you like from season two? Like, given those two, we've said those two kind of extreme options. What would you What do you want from it? What do I want from it? I. I don't know. The idea of interdimensional travel yeah. is, um, is, is exciting and interesting. Yeah. It's kind of a little bit too big. It involves, you could have so many, like, deus ex machinas, if you want, yeah. in any plot. Um, so it's a bit like time travel. If, unless you really set the rules up carefully, it just gets silly. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So what I want is some... I don't know, an exploration of this interdimensional travel, some sort of somebody setting the groundworks fairly early on so that we've got, they're not going to just be zipping around all over the place. There's going to be some difficulties in doing things, but also some achievable aim. I, I don't what, know what the achievable aim would be. I don't even want that much from the interdimensional travel. I just want hints as to the possibilities of what's going on. I really don't want to know much about it at all. Because I think that's what we had in season one, and I think what we had was enough of what's going. On. I don't want any more. I don't want any more explanation than we had in season one. Okay. To be honest. So we'll look out for any any too much explanation. Yeah, because like we're saying, like you're saying with time travel, once you start to try and explain it, you inevitably trip up because it doesn't fit into our everyday physics. Yeah. And and then people start, you know, as with any story, people start to pick holes in it and then it falls apart. And I, mm. I just don't want that. I, I think you can you can hold it together by just not suggesting too much and let the audience make what they want of it. And I think that's what I think that's what the AA did really well in season one. I think you just let the audience make it what you want. I bet I bet you could have a 100 different people talking about it and there would be many, many different explanations of what's going on. That's great. I think that's okay. that's brilliant. That's my favourite type of fiction in some ways, where you have to make up quite a lot of it yourself yes. as the audience. But yeah. hardline straight because you've got to give enough. Yeah. But, okay, so what if we got somewhere in between? So OA is not uh, a, a completely lying fabricator, and neither is her story completely true. Is there any interesting things you could have some in between? What would they be? What might she be? Well, you... I suppose an in-between version would be the Hatch real. The other four prisoners are real. They were all kidnapped and kept prison. Which, 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 to be honest, 
it's got to be quite like Snorri. I mean, Perry did disappear for seven years. Yep. Um, so they they all exist, but possibly we we never really know if the interdimensional thing is. But maybe Haps is deluded by all this as as all of them are. It's all almost like a, a collective dream that's confirmation been confirmation bias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In some in some weird way, which would be I think that would be quite an interesting direction for it. But obviously with in ways that make that leave the possibility that it's it isn't a figment of their imagination open because and, and that's, I think that's especially good because like you know we of, we often think that you know prisoners kept together must come up with all sorts of you know you have Stockholm syndrome where you fall in love with your kidnapper you must have all sorts of explanations for what's going on you can imagine like the five of them the the, the four or five prisoners there were five five prisoners were. yeah. Um, where they're they're all constructing a story about what's happened to them, can't you? But they yeah. either have to be in this dimensional plane or not in this dimensional. Oh, plane. so well, that's interesting, isn't it? So the four other prisoners, accepting the OA, um, yes, if they're not haven't been taken to another dimension, well, maybe that's what that's what Prairie's going to think. But maybe have to just take them somewhere else, you know. Which, but that also begs the question, story-wise, why didn't you just let Prairie go at the end? What, what was that about? Why did he keep the other... He said, like, I have the movements now, I don't need you anymore, but why get rid of her? He's not What's a killer. That? I know, but why... Well, he is. He killed the cop and his wife, just like that. That's yeah. true. But... but um, he panicked. He was panicked, yeah. But why, out of the five of them, would he let Prairie go? In some ways, you could say Prairie was the most powerful of them in his mind, so why did he let Prairie go? I don't really understand that. I mean, I do understand it story-wise, because somehow we had to get her back to the uh, present yes. day, but... I don't understand go, why. Why did he not just say? Um, or why didn't? The, well, the, well, maybe yeah. because she's so powerful, he's worried by her. But why didn't the writers? Why didn't the writers just have her escape or something? Uh, I think that would have been more. I don't really understand unless there's so something to the story. There yeah. could be some significant reason why he let her go. That because yeah. oh, when we're saying Perry isn't telling the truth, there's different ways. I mean, she might be telling the truth, but not the whole truth. That's true. Yeah, I would like that if. Uh, the truth, but yeah. And lies. So I like, I'd like it. It's like say one of the one of the untruths was that she is she escaped and escaped. She maybe could have rescued the others at the same time, but she escaped just for herself, and she's now feeling really bad about that. You know, that would be quite an interesting storyline. Okay. And she's made this up, and she knows she made up the fact that Hat took her and dumped her at a roadside to assuage her guilt about escaping without helping the others. Okay. Okay, that's possible. So I think when we, we've we've just in a few minutes we've come up with quite a few interesting possibilities of season two. Wasn't it? Oh, I have to say when we were first thinking about this, I was thinking my big fear is that season two is going to be a complete flop because it's going to give away too many answers to too many questions mm. and it won't be nearly as interesting as season one. But actually, given some of the possibilities that we've thought about, maybe it could be okay. Yeah. I have another yeah. question, just yeah. directly: What happens after season one? Where do you see Abel and Nancy's relationship going? Oh, yeah, because after re-watching the last episode of season one, they were that was, that was interesting in that episode, weren't they? Like, I loved yeah. Abel kind of like when she showed him that Perry had left a note. I mean, that was a dreadful thing to do, wasn't it? Not showing him the note. Awful. Oh, I... And then I tried to feel quite sorry for her, and then he forgave her almost, didn't he? Yeah. That was lovely, that scene in the cafe between yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it is almost too much that she did that. That's just too yeah. horrific to do that to your partner, I think. Um, just, I wouldn't do that. 
no. Uh, I don't um, think I'd have been of understanding as able to be honest. But yeah, <laughs> they are they are a poor couple. They they put up with an awful lot. Yeah, they? Um, I re- and I, now and yeah. now their daughter's dead or you know. Dead. Yeah, I mean we haven't seen what's we haven't seen the repercussions on them, have we, about her being shot? I have a feeling that Abel and Nancy are not going to be as big a part of this season two. Okay. Because either either Prairie is dead, um, or deadish. They think she's dead at least. Dead. Yeah. So maybe she won't kind of exist in you know in the everyday plane. Like it's it's, it's perfectly possible that Prairie is going to actually be not in our everyday dimension for most of the season. She, she yeah. could be the new sort of witchy character that we had in yeah. Cartoon or something. Car- yeah, is that her name? Cartoon? Uh, yeah. Who I found that in the intervening period between the last season and this one, I found that is the same actress who plays um, Brian Cox's wife in Succession. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yes. I can't remember her name and the character's name now. But the sort of matriarch of the family. Yeah, she's yeah. good. I like she's her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She might do something. Yes. All right. Are, yeah. we, are we feeling we're cleared up? Yeah, well, I don't think we needed to um, to go go on too long. So, so um, what's your? How hopeful do you feel for season two? As in, as in it being being good and as being as good as season one? Do you think? Well, after this conversation, a bit more hopeful. Yeah. Do you, do you want to give me a percentage? No, 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 not okay. a percentage. Uh, a bit. Yeah, I'm. I I'm slightly. Pe- I have to say, I'm slightly pessimistic. And now, what I think will also be interesting as well in in doing a podcast about it is that um, often we on uh, the podcast on the past like about Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. We really knew that those were series that we really liked, and we weren't, um, you know, we weren't we weren't too unsure about how we felt about them. But I I feel like I'm going into season two of the OA really quite unsure about how it's going to go, mm-hmm. and I'm. Hopeful, but I'm also slightly pessimistic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, is that uh, so? Uh, I think pretty much. Hopefully, we'll be re-recording the um, our proper. Po- proper podcast about the first episode of season two in well a couple of days' time. And then, I'm sorry for people who are binge watchers, but we are only going to do one a week because we only like to watch the episodes one a week. But just don't, don't can't binge watch. So, apologies if you have to wait the time for them. But that's just how it's going to be. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to our drivel. Bye.